Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, I hope everyone had a nice Thanksgiving, if you celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, and if you don't, I hope you had a nice time. Just a nice week since the last time we talked to you. Um, I had a leftover turkey one... leg for lunch today. Oh, Something delicious. very satisfying about eating meat off of a bone. Yes, that's very true. Um, Briar, once again, is very sleepy. And I have once again had a very stressful day. So I don't know why these specific characters are just cursed for us. <laughs> I mean, more likely it's just the time of year. Um, but we could also blame it on these two. Um, they're mad. They're mad that it took us this long. Yeah. They're like, hey, talk about us. And we're like, we're doing the best we can. We're very famous X-Men. Um. It's like, yeah, but if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, we haven't done very many X-Men. Yeah. I say as if we don't have a long list of X-Men on our archive site we do have a long list of x-men but there's so many x-men <laughs> so many x-men in the world um today we are talking about gambit um as people probably could have guessed since we just did rogue and also as you can see from the title of the episode um Another, I think Rogue is more famous than Gambit for sure, but Gambit's still a very popular X-Men character, um, especially when he was first introduced. Uh, so Gambit was uh, created by Chris Claremont, uh, who created so, so many X-Men characters, uh, and Jim Lee a very, very well-known artist who did a lot of work with the X-Men in the 90s. Um, Although, even though Jim Lee, like, worked on the original design of Gambit, his first appearance was drawn by Mike Collins. Uh, He first shows up in the summer of 1990, uh, which feels appropriate, um, because he's a very 90s character, um, and he will go on to be one of the most popular and defining X-Men of the 90s, specifically. Um, so Gambit has the power to charge up objects with kinetic energy. Technically, he can convert potential energy into kinetic energy, but that's also like, if you've ever dropped something, you've also converted potential energy into kinetic energy. (laughs) So if you've ever thrown anything. Yeah, like, congratulations. If you dropped a pencil, you have the same mutant power as Gambit, kind of. Um, Gambit's just very good at throwing things. It's actually, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just being good at throwing. Um, but yeah, he is able to charge up objects and then throw them or hit something with them and cause them to, uh, glow kind of a pinky purple and also, uh, expel a lot more force than they would have if he just threw them normally. And typically he is doing this with playing cards. That's very much his thing, his gimmick, his gambit, if you will. (laughs) Um, To the point where I think a lot of people are like, is Gambit's power that he creates magic playing cards to throw at people? And it's not, but you could be forgiven for believing that based on how much of that he does. Um... So it's usually the cards, um, but he also uses a uh, bow staff, um, and he uses his powers on that sometimes, um, and he also does it with other things, but, like, 
the larger an object is, the more, like, time and effort it takes to, like, charge it up. So the playing cards are obviously very easy because he can just go, like, pew, 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 pew. Um, he also has... It's it's not... It's not a secondary mutation because, um, like, the, it was before secondary mutations existed. But he also has the power to, uh, like, supernaturally charm people. Um, That's just the accent. Which, it's just the accent. It's actually, it's not a mutation. It's just, uh, yes. This is also, this is probably something everybody knows about gambit but he is uh from louisiana and he has a cajun accent which is frequently uh spelled out phonetically um and rogues like mississippi accent is also frequently spelled out phonetically so when they're talking to each other it's like <laughs> it it varies like i i think a little bit of phonetic accent I find charming. A lot of phonetic accent, I'm like, this is unreadable. Um, so there are some like rogue and gambit conversations where I'm like, I can't I can't <laughs> I'm looking away. <laughs> um but yes, he has this very distinct Cajun accent. Um he has this like sort of vaguely defined charm power. Um, where he can, like, it's not, like, he doesn't, like, mind control people, but he can influence people into doing what he suggests. Um, which is something that they've definitely de-emphasized the more time has gone on. Um, I think partly because they're like, why would he have this power? And also partly because they're like, this! It could get a little creepy very easily. Um, and it's also, I think, retconned in that it's like, uh, well, the the power doesn't work on you unless you don't know he has the power. So people who know him are not able to be charmed by him, which, like, I, like, I guess sort of makes sense. And... I think is mostly there to be like a reassurance like Gambit's not doing anything untoward in his interactions with his girlfriend or the rest of the X-Men like we don't need to worry about him like secretly like charming them for weird reasons it's um but yeah it's it's a little it's a little odd um but uh those are his powers which like the the powers the staff, the, like, playing card theme, the, uh, accent, the trench coat. He's always wearing a trench coat. Um, all of these things make him pretty kind of iconic and distinctive right off the bat. Um, so Gambit's story is that he was, uh, he's from New Orleans. Uh, and he was, so the initial story is that he is abandoned as a child because he has bright red eyes. That's something I forgot to mention. He has r r red eyes. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you see pictures of Gambit and you're like, do his eyes look weird when he uses his power? It's like, no, that's what his eyes look like. All the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. Um... And, uh, he ends up, uh, joining up with a group of kid, kid street thieves. My favorite. <laughs> it's, it's very fun. Like, Oliver Twist style, like, kid gang is, like, my favorite trope in the world. But I don't really like Oliver Twist <laughs> because I don't like Charles Dickens very much. Um, so it's just, like, every, like, story that has done some sort of variation on this. I'm like, hell yes. I'm not gonna read Oliver Twist, though. Um, this one, I think, is genuinely just, like, 
called like Fagin's gang, but they spell Fagin slightly differently. It's like, okay. <laughs> just the just just named after just named after the guy. Um one of these kids read Oliver Twist and was like, I know exactly what to call our gang. Yeah, I have a great name for our gang. Um so he ends up uh pickpocketing the uh head of the New Orleans Thieves Guild, uh, Jean-Luc Lebeau, uh, and Not Jean-Luc Picard. Not Jean-Luc Picard, that would be crazy. Um, Jean-Luc Picard is on a mission to, like, the 80s in New Orleans. Yeah, you know how they're always going to the past and getting stuck and helping people. Yeah, exactly. It could have been Jean-Luc Picard. Um, but He's like, not. I can't go it's by my Jean- real name. It's uh, Jean-Luc Lebeau. <laughs> um, so Jean-Luc adopts the boy, um, and hence Remy Lebeau, um, and uh, he inducts him into the Thieves Guild. I believe at some point it's retconned to be that the Thieves Guild kidnapped him from the hospital when he was a baby because they there was some kind of prophecy about a baby, like a child who was going to bring together the Thieves Guild and the Assassin's Guild. Um... So it's like they kidnapped him from the hospital and then gave him to the child gang to learn how to do crime. And then he ended up back with the Thieves Guild when he stole from Jean-Luc. So, I mean, it seems kind of, it it seems to me maybe if the child is important, you should have like held on to him and not just let him run around with a child gang. (laughs) Like maybe you should have you know, taking care of teaching him crime instead of delegating it to some children, but whatever. Um, he, uh, starts training with the Thieves Guild, uh, as, like, a young teen. Um, he, uh, there's, because he, like, became so popular, there are, like, a number of Gambit solo series or miniseries that like fill in various events of his backstory growing up with the Thieves Guild. Um there's a uh story where he uh first encounters Kandra, who is an immortal mutant who's like sort of like the the matriarch or like the patron saint of like the assassins and the thieves guild who is kind of like ends up recurring a lot through various gambit adventures um he uh he and one of his friends from the thieves guild get like uh like accidentally like caught up with this like child trafficker called pig and remy escapes but his friend is killed and he's sad about it and i think gives it his friend was named Etienne and I think he gives himself the middle name Etienne because of his sad dead friend. Um he uh encounters Mr. Sinister for the first time. Uh this is also a, a retcon. He did a mission for Mr. Sinister as a teen where Mr. Sinister sent him to like steal some of his like research or steal back his research from, like, Weapon X. Um, and, uh, he did, and then he was looking at the research, and he was like, that guy seems shady, and I don't think he should have this back. So he burns it, and then he comes back. He's like, oh no, I lost it. (laughs) Oh no, there was a fire. It was a terrible accident. A terrible accidental fire. 30 people died. Don't look it up. (laughs) Um, and, uh, then 
as we mentioned last week with Rogue, there's going to be like a decent amount of overlap between these two episodes because these two have been very intertwined historically. But he is, uh, he marries a woman named, uh, Belladonna Boudreau, who is the heir to the Assassin's Guild, who was like, they had, he like did, does genuinely have feelings for her, um, because they like knew each other as kids and like, you know, got kind of close. Um, and so it's, like, sort of an arranged marriage to bring, like, the two guilds together, but he's also okay with it. Um. He's probably just, like, could be worse, could be somebody I don't know at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, Belladonna's brother doesn't want Remy marrying her and challenges him to a duel, um... And, uh, Remy kills him during the duel, and then (laughs) everybody gets really mad at him, and he is exiled from New Orleans. Uh, it's still, like, legally married, I think. Or maybe they, like, get divorced, and then he leaves. Um. (laughs) There's like, okay, I will leave, but before we do that, um, we gotta put these papers through. If yeah. I can't come I, back, I, like, how am I gonna? Yeah, I think they might still be married, technically. It's not, it's not that important. Um, but what if they never legally he, got married, like, in the court system? It's just, like, the two, it's like, no, no, this is our agreement. You are married. Okay, can I have some yeah. court papers? Absolutely not. It's not legal with the That's, state. Are you kidding me? Narc? <laughs> Yeah, we're a thieves' guild. Hello. They can't know any um, of our relationships. Absolutely not. Next um, to kin, no, sir. <laughs> uh, so after this, uh, Remy leaves New Orleans. He just kind of, you know, works as like a thief for hire, basically. Sometimes a thief for fun. Um, but, uh, his powers start to go out of control. Uh, and so he goes back to Mr. Sinister, um, and is like, can you help me get my powers under control? And Mr. Sinister's like, I can, but that would be a pretty big favor, and you would owe me, and I would need you to do some stuff for me. And Remy's like, okay. Uh, and Mr. Sinister, um, the fucking champion of ethical medicine, just, uh, cuts out a chunk of Remy's brainstem (laughs) that he apparently doesn't need, uh, and it reduces his power to a manageable level. Um, and then this is... This stays the case for, like, a while, and then later on there's a time travel story where he finds Mr. Sinister in the past when he's still, like, Nathaniel Essex, and he's like, fix my brain, which I don't- I don't know how- (laughs) you can't really unremove part of somebody's brain. (laughs) No, Um, but also- this is Marvel Comics, and I'm pretty it is sure Marvel Comics. Um, that like, especially if you look at like the healing factor of several mutants, it's possible to regrow parts of your brain. I guess, especially if you have it's... the right stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's it's not like. Hey, the... what do you think Wolverine's stem cells are like? Damn. Um. Great question. Uh, <laughs> something, something weird going on there. I think is the answer. <laughs> um. Anyways, so eventually, past Mister Sinister fixes Remy's brain, but for a while he's running around 
with a chunk of his brain missing, but apparently not a chunk he needed very much. Um, and then Mr. Sinister is like, okay, uh, now since I did you this favor, you're going to work for me as part of my marauders. Um, and Gambit is like, okay. Uh, and not much different than the stuff I'm doing now, I guess. Yeah. Um, and as we mentioned a little bit last week, he is, uh, he helps the Marauders find the tunnels where the Morlocks are hiding, uh, or, like, living. Like, they're hiding, I guess, from society, but they're just, like... They're just living there. Yeah, yeah, they're just living their lives down there. Um, but, uh... Gambit was not aware that the intention of this was that the Marauders were going to kill all the Morlocks. Uh, and he, uh, finds out about this too late, and he's not able to do anything about it, um, because Sabretooth, uh, is like, well, you've served your purpose, and then just mauls him and leaves him by, like, you know, the side of a sewer somewhere. Um... But, uh, he does manage to help get one girl to safety, um, who is Marrow. Uh, her name's Sarah, but she ends up taking the X-Men codename Marrow many years later. Which is also, I think, I want to say that was something that was retconned in, but maybe that was, like, he... Saves a girl, and then later it's like, oh, this is that girl that he saved. Later they're like, what Um, happened to that girl? What happened to that girl? Anyways, uh, so all of that happens. The way that Gambit is introduced to the X-Men, um, is he meets Storm, uh, when Storm has been magicked into a child- by the Shadow King, I think, and she's lost her memory. Uh, and Storm, as people may or may not be aware, was also a, uh, street thief and pickpocket as a child. Uh, so she's running around doing her crimes, uh, and (laughs) Remy finds her and is like, is anyone going to be responsible for this water bottle? Um, he's like, I guess I'm taking care of this child. I guess I'm taking care of this child with amnesia. All she remembers is Lion Hot Chip. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so, uh, he helps her out. He helps her, uh, avoid the Shadow King. And then as she starts getting some memories back. He helps her find her way back to the X-Men. Um, the, they're able to, uh, you know, undo the de-aging and the amnesia. Uh, and when she's back to normal storm, she's like, hey, this guy helped me and he has useful powers. We should let him be on the team. Um, and some of the X-Men are like, fine with this. Some of them are less cool with it. Wolverine is very like, I don't like this dude's vibe. Um, (laughs) so they fight a lot. Uh, but, um, he very quickly develops a flirtation with Rogue, uh, partly because they were both being influenced by the Shadow King briefly, but then, uh, afterwards they do have, like, actual feelings for each other. Um, and he is on, uh, on the X-Men for a while. Uh, Belladonna, we also talked about this last week, comes back, um, and ends up killing, uh, Rogue's, uh, the boy that Rogue put into a coma when she was a teen, uh, and then, Belladonna seemingly dies, but, uh, I am pretty sure she comes back at some point. Um, yeah, he's, uh, a very significant member of the X-Men. He's very popular 
he has this, you know, romance with Rogue that people are, like, very into. Um, and, uh, at some point, uh, Magneto, who is, uh, in disguise for reasons, um, (laughs) takes Remy to Antarctica with the X-Men and is like, we're gonna have a trial because, uh, I know this guy did some bad stuff. And, uh, they find out about the role that Remy played in the mutant massacre. Uh, and Rogue kisses him and absorbs his memories and confirms that it's true. Uh, and everyone is deeply horrified by this, uh, and upset that he never told them. Uh, and they leave him in Antarctica, uh, to seemingly die. Um, it's like, it is, it is pretty rough. Um, also love that Rogue absorbed his memories and it's like, yeah, he totally did this. And then isn't able to follow up with anything like he didn't know about the consequences of his actions. He tried to, you know, stop it. He tried to. Yeah. And then he got mauled by Sabretooth. Yeah. I I think just like nope, he did it. Bye. He did it. Um I think I think even with that information, they're still like mad enough about it to leave him. And then it's also like l- later it's 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 kind of like, "Oh, well, the reason that Rogue specifically was so upset with him is because when she kissed him, she absorbed like his memories." And his emotions, including his self-loathing. So she was feeling, like, really <laughs> mad at him because she absorbed that. And that's why she left him to die. And it's like She was really feeling that, man, I hate myself. And she's like, wow. Now, all this just Remy Laveau hate courses through my veins. Yeah, exactly. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy specifically. Um, and, uh, then... <laughs> Um, he kind of, he kind of goes through a very weird experience, um, because he, uh, like, wanders into Magneto's, like, Antarctic stronghold, uh, and meets a ghost. (laughs) A g-g-g-ghost. A g-g-g-g-ghost, um, a, a, a ghost of a mutant woman named Mary Purcell, who, like, bonds with him does she Um, why is she there does she just haunt magneto i don't know she just waits for him to come to antarctica and be like oh and starts banging pots and pans together yeah did she Um, die there in antarctica and now she's stuck she's stuck there in antarctica until this guy shows up um she like attaches herself to gambit um and the two of them uh go to the Wander to the Savage Land, and then Gambit meets a guy called the New Sun, <laughs> which I have seen both as Sun S O N and Sun S U N. So I think it's some sort of pun name. Um, but the New Sun hires Remy to work for him. Uh, and also, like, gives him, like, stronger abilities, uh, where he can, like, tap into, like, molecular bond kinetic energy and, like, like, use it to, like, fly and heal and shoot, like, just, like, energy beams, um, and, like, slow down time <laughs> seems um, weird yeah it, uh he 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 can do a, a bunch of weird stuff that doesn't last for that long um because uh he ultimately finds out that the new son is a version of himself from an alternate reality where his powers went out of control and caused a ch- chain reaction that, like, basically exploded the universe. Uh, and 
he's been tracking down versions of himself in other realities to destroy them so that they won't destroy their universes. Uh, and Remy, you have got to go to therapy. Yeah. All versions of you have got to go to therapy. This is ridiculous. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Um, so when they fight, Remy, like, d- defeats him, but his, uh, enhanced powers, like, burn out. So he's back to just his normal powers. Um, in the meantime during this, while he's still possessed by the ghost working for the new son, he runs into the X-Men while he's stealing something. Um, and, uh... <laughs> they're like, this guy again. This guy again. And they're like, okay, listen, maybe we were kind of harsh when we left you in Antarctica to die. Um, do you want to come back to the team? And, uh, he agrees. And then his... <laughs> the ghost who is, like, attached to him tries to possess his body and they need to fight the ghost. So, he's going through it. Um... He's like, I have a lot going on right now. Um... <laughs> yeah. Um, Can I, like, stop by in, like, a couple weeks, maybe? <laughs> See how that goes. Yeah. I'm under contract to a future version of myself that's gonna try to kill me, but I don't know that yet. Yes. Um, also around here is when he goes back in time and meets original Mr. Sinister and uh, has him fix his brain. <laughs> so busy, just a really busy time period. I Um, find it funny that he almost is killed by a version of himself whose extremely powerful powers uh, exploded his entire universe. And he's like, no, you know what? I'm going to get some of my power stuff back. (laughs) Sure. I kind of hate myself and I haven't gone to therapy about that yet. But I'm going to go and re-up my power set uh to get more powerful and hopefully that bad thing doesn't happen just yes. gonna pray about it i guess yeah it's fine um he um we talked about um he and rogue uh when they're on the extreme x-men um both lose their powers temporarily and uh like move into, like, a beach town together. Um, and then they get their powers back, and then almost as soon as they get their powers back, one of Remy's cards explodes in his face, and he goes blind. Great. (laughs) Um, so, not ideal. Um, and he starts, like, he's, while he's blind, he starts using his playing cards as tarot cards, but, like, successfully, like, he actually predicts the future with them. Um, so that's just odd. Um, uh, eventually, they, uh, undo his blindness with, you know, comic book stuff. Um, he, uh, and Rogue are still having a hard time because of, like, you know, how Remy was not doing so well because he was blind and upset about it. Um, and then they're both, like, psych- psychically influenced by, like, another supervillain and they start fighting. Um, and then Mystique shows up. Oh, great. Disguised as a student uh, to try and seduce Gambit to get him away from Rogue. Um... Mystique, you gotta let your daughter live her life. You gotta let your daughter live her life. Uh, and he does not go for it. And then she reveals to him that she's Mystique and turns herself into Rogue and is like, what about this? Hmm? You could sleep with Rogue like you want to, but you can't because you guys can't touch each other. Um, which he also says no to. He tells Rogue he said no to, but, like, I I don't know why he would, 
I mean, I know why he would be lying about that. I don't think he would have said yes to that because it like seems like a miscalculation on Mystique's part about why people are in relationships. <laughs> Mystique's like, oh, you can have sex with Rogue. And he's like, I can't actually. I would be having sex as you pretending to be Rogue, which is a completely different thing. Yeah, I would be having sex with my girlfriend's mother. <laughs> um, but Rogue does get upset with him because uh, he knew that this student, he found out that this student was Mystique and didn't tell Rogue about it. Um, so Gambit is uh, feeling pretty low when Apocalypse shows up. Great. Uh, and Gambit volunteers himself to be one of Apocalypse's new horsemen. Um, seemingly, like, partly because he's, like, maybe Apocalypse really can, like, protect mutant kind. And also partly so he's like, well, this way I can, like, be there and stop him if he, you know, does something too evil. But, like, obviously it's... it's He's trying to take the Silver Surfer approach. Yeah, yeah, take the Silver Surfer approach. But obviously it's Apocalypse. And, like, if you are, like, getting turned into one of Apocalypse's horsemen, he's not going to let you just, like, be Yourself. normal Gambit <laughs> running around with him. So, um, he ends up, like, not, like, fully brainwashed, like, transformed into death. But, like, partly, like, definitely very strongly influenced by this, like, death persona to the point where it's, like, he's not really Gambit anymore. Um, and, uh, he is, like, working for Apocalypse for a little bit. He, at some point, tries to kill Rogue because... Like, the death part of him recognizes that Rogue is, like, his strongest connection to the Gambit part of him. So he's like, okay, gotta eliminate this distraction. Um, he does not succeed in killing Rogue. Uh. Yeah, because Rogue could kick his ass. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, uh, eventually, like, they, the X-Men stop Apocalypse. Gambit, like sort of snaps out of it uh and he and sunfire um go and like just sort of leave to try and figure out how to process this um we there have, have been a to get mutant therapists <laughs> we god we need to um there have been a few storylines since this where like the death gambit has like come back in some way um there's like at some point uh he and a bunch of other x-men go to limbo to try and save iliana and like something about being in limbo like causes him to like turn back into like death gambit um and he, uh, he, uh, he develops this cool new move where he can, like, trap people inside of cards, like Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> um, and He's also like, I'm gonna he, send you to the Shadow Realm. He sends people to the freaking Shadow Realm. And also he, like, death-ifies, like, other people into, like, becoming his minions. Um... But, uh, they, obviously, they, they snap him out of it. Um, I think you should keep the Yu-Gi-Oh thing, though. I think that's really funny. Um, he and, uh, Mystique, which we talked about last week, end up working together with the Marauders, um, during Messiah Complex, where everybody's trying to, uh, like, get their hands on the first mutant baby born after House of M for varying reasons. Uh, and Mystique and Gambit 
want the baby because Rogue is in a coma and Mystique has, like, one of Destiny's prophecies was that, like, oh, this baby is going to be able to, like, save Rogue from her coma, basically. Um, so they have teamed up with the Marauders for that reason, but are, like, secretly have, like, their own goal in this and are just kind of, like, using the Marauders to try and save Rogue. How they picked the Marauders, because I gotta imagine that they were like, okay, which horse do we want to back in this race? It has to be one, somebody who is competent enough that we can help them find the baby, but also incompetent enough that we can then steal the baby out from under them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so while all this is going on, the X-Men are like, oh no, Gambit betrayed us again. Like he, you know, <laughs> he fights Cable. He's like, seems to be working against them. And then, you know, it turns out he is uh, trying to save Rogue. Uh, and then... They honestly should have known. Yeah, of course. Um, Just like, hmm, why would Gambit be fighting us? Well, yeah. Rogue is in a coma, and this baby is, like, the mutant messiah. Yeah, so let's try and piece this together. Um, and then, uh, Mystique boops Rogue with the baby, which Gambit did not know was the plan, which I also think he maybe should have, like, pieced together, and he, like, is like, like, what are you doing? Like, Rogue wouldn't want you to kill a baby <laughs> They to get to the hospital room, and he's like, okay, now what's the plan? And Mystique is like, hold on, I'm getting it all together. Boop. And he's like, what? Yeah. Um, obviously it doesn't kill the baby, but, uh, Rogue, when Can she you imagine if it very- did? Just like, yeah, just like, well, there goes the mutant messiah, but I got my daughter back. Um, Ooh, score one for Mystique. Yes. Um, so, uh, Rogue, when she wakes up, um, Remy's happy to see her, but Rogue is like, I, uh, need some time by myself after what my mom just did. And also because I just attacked my mom for almost killing a baby and now I absorb my mom's psyche into my head and i have to go deal with that so it's like damn um, now i need therapy yeah now i need that we all need therapy um while rogue's gone uh remy works together with professor x on uh we talked about this when we talked about mr sinister but the whole thing where it's like mr sinister put like a (laughs) programmed like a genetic failsafe into a bunch of different people so that if he ever died like one of their offspring would become Mr. Sinister so it's like Professor X um uh Kane Marco uh Sebastian Shaw and then like a couple of other random people um so Gambit is helping trying to figure out this storyline and then ends up uh Teaming up with Sebastian Shaw to ultimately stop, uh, Mr. Sinister's weird (laughs) inheritance possession plan. Um, he, uh, they find Rogue again. This is when, uh, Professor X discovers that Rogue has, like, put mental blocks on her own powers, which is why she's never been able to control them. And, like, takes them away so she is able to control them. So she and Remy are able to touch without needing to (laughs) worry about anything. And then that... Eventually they undo that and then they re-undo it. So, comics. Um, Comics. Do you think they were like, alright, we're gonna rent a cabin because we have no idea how long this is gonna last. Nobody call us unless it's an absolute emergency. Yes, like a for real emergency. <laughs> um, They're and, like, gross, uh, but sure, go for it. Yeah, you know. Did you not need it, to know all kids. of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, uh, well, a bunch of other stuff happens. But uh, Remy and Rogue end up getting married when... Uh, 
Kitty decides not to get married to Piotr, and they're like, well, we have this whole wedding set up. All our friends are here. We might as well. All our friends are here. Let's get married. Um, so they get married and then go on a uh, wacky honeymoon adventure to the Mojoverse, uh, where Rogue re-regains control of her powers after losing it before. Uh, and also they help Spiral steal a baby who turns out to be like the like the part of Spiral that existed before she became Spiral. Um it's fine. It's comic books. Um It's fine. It's full of stealing babies for various reasons. Yes. Uh and yeah, then in um on Krakoa, uh Gambit was a part of Excalibur along with Rogue um for a while and then I think Rogue left and he stayed on the team for a while longer. Um and uh he is one of the people who survived Fall of X. He was is still a part of Dark X-Men, um, which is uh, Madeline Pryor's limbo team of weird evil X-Men, but also Havoc is there, and also Gambit is there, and <laughs> Gambit's like, guys, if I'm the most responsible person on your team, that's pretty messed up. <laughs> You gotta reframe your team. You gotta, you gotta rethink some of this. Isn't gonna um, work. But yeah, he's, uh, he's hanging in there. Um, I like Gambit. I think he's fun. I think obviously it, um, combines a lot of, like, just innately very fun archetypes. Like, thieves are fun. Um, sort of morally ambiguous characters are fun. Uh... He also, there have been, like, multiple writers who have tried to make him bisexual and have been told, I mean, like, he is bisexual, because, like, look at him, <laughs> but who have tried to make him, like, textually bisexual and been told no. Um, but they keep trying, and in the meantime, they just keep writing him with extremely bisexual energy. <laughs> um, they're like just but look at him just please look at him um but i do think he should be by just That's he deserves review. it he deserves it rogue can also be by they can be by for by they sh can and should be by for by um anyways did uh you have anything else to discuss anything to add no but if i'm not mistaken i believe you've read some comics i have i have i have read some comics um i have are you talking about the short box comics or other comics i'm talking about this uh super uh this oh, superboy uh the, the robin wonder, the wonder woman okay <laughs> with the yes. with the wonder woman <laughs> That you were sending so, me pictures of. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Okay, so, um, yeah, so, the new issue of Wonder Woman features a backup, um, about John and Damien babysitting Diana's daughter, Lizzie, who we were previously introduced to in the future, um, when, like, she's like, 20 years old, and John and Damien are, like, in their late 30s, uh, and they're, like, Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman together, uh, and this takes place also at some point in the future, because it's, like, Lizzie hasn't been born at the present time that the comic is happening, um, but it's just, like, nebulously, like, some point in the future, um, and it's... <laughs> Really, it's, um, it's really cute. Tom King keeps writing John calling Damien nicknames, which is a thing designed to kill me personally. 
Um, just completely. Uh, it's like real. It's just it's just really, 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 really cute. Like, like devastatingly cute. And um, Tom King on Twitter was like, "Yeah, we have like a bunch more of these backups coming out at like different." points as like Lizzie is growing up but about these three specifically and I'm like oh, oh my God. no and I can't like it's the newest trinity yeah I know it's really fucking me up um and I'm probably I I can't keep buying Wonder Woman forever <laughs> just to read these so I'm probably gonna be like okay I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start I'm just gonna start getting it when it comes out in trade and then I can read all the backups at once but it's entirely possible that every single week I'm going to see panels from it and I'm going to be like, I need to read it and then I'll go buy it. But we'll just see. Go to your, just, just, just go to your comic shop and just uh, take a little peek at the... Uh, just take a little sneak, sneak, sneak. sneak into a little corner like it's yeah. Borders in 2007. And... <laughs> God, my fucking home base. Um, <laughs> anyways. The amount of uh, manga I read as a awful little child with no money (laughs) voraciously um the rest of wonder woman is also good it's just that this was designed to kill me in a lab yeah um god uh tom king is always you know moving his little beakers and typing his little keys and going how do i get olivia capes and shapes yeah every time Every time. He has so much data now. Unfortunately, yeah. I gave him all our prize like fools. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, that is all I had to say was that that killed me dead to death. Um, if you want to keep up with us, you can follow us at Capes and Japes on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram and Facebook. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a Discord server that uh, everyone's welcome to join and come hang out and chat in. We have a Patreon. If you want to support us on there, you can get bonus content, watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, if you can't support us there, but you want to help out the show in some other way, uh telling a friend about the show is very cool uh leaving a rating and review i usually say those the other way around um and just uh, coming back and joining us as you've done once again so thank you for being with us for today's episode of capes and japes i have been olivia and i have been briar and as always kiss me sexy batman kiss me sexy batman